Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The cost and the price of everything. We're measuring cost of everything that we buy. Inflation is a factor. And I know you're sick and tired of my definition of inflation, but it's true. It's becoming more true. It's simply this. When on the same morning... You go to fill up your vehicle and you go to fill up on groceries and you go to the gas station and you go to the grocery store and you don't fill up at either place anymore. That for so many people is the reality. So I was having a conversation with my good friend Dan McTagg this morning off air and we were talking about the uh, the price of gasoline and uh, so Dan said something to me that really got my attention because I just filled up my car the other day and it was 108 bucks and I thought this is a car not a not a tank. Well, it kind of is a tank, but anyway. Uh, $108 is just such a dramatic increase over what it was not so long ago. So Mr. McTagg said to me, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy, at Gas Price Wizard on Twitter, he, he joins us on the Roy Green Show. What did you say to me about what's going to happen potentially to the price of gasoline? Say it again so I can fall off my chair. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to, uh, at least here in Ontario, probably uh, most of Western Canada, except for Vancouver and the lower mainland, uh, Quebec, and I would say the Maritimes, we're going to see the highest prices ever paid uh, at the pumps for both diesel and gasoline. And that could happen as early as the end of this this week. So, for instance, in Ontario, Toronto, seeing a dollar 47.9 uh haven't had a call from anybody on that because that's two cents away from the all-time high just a few months ago we're likely to smash through that roy and it's only january i say only january because this time of year oil tends to drop gasoline prices tend to be very stable we don't see anything funny until you know march or april here we are in january and we're already pushing back to all-time records so you and i met and we talked about this as well you and i met in 1993 yeah. <laughs> prior prior to you running for the uh, for the Liberal Party for Mr. Kretschian in the federal election. That's when we met. So we've known each other, we've stayed in touch, we've stayed friends since then. How much did gasoline cost in nine? Do you have any idea what it cost in nineteen ninety? A third of a century ago. <laughs> Come on, take I'm a shot. <laughs> we were paying about forty eight to fifty two cents for a liter of gasoline. Um, and that was considered very high at the time. And of yeah. course, it had spiked to almost 90 cents uh, in uh, 19, uh, what year was that? In 2000, sorry, in 1990, uh, 1991 for the Iraq war. Uh, but other than that, we'd never seen those kind of prices. Yeah, that's, that's amazing to hear you say. And then say before the end of the week, we're going to see well, how, mm-hmm. much, how much of an increase? I think we're looking at four cents. Now, oil rallied six and a half percent just in one week alone. So this time last week, we we're paying, you know, here in Ontario where I live, a buck forty-one, buck forty-two. It's now a buck forty-eight. Um, so I think the same is likely to happen next week, if not the week after. But uh, the markets are uh, oil and gas are the canary in the coal mine. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when you have right. more demand for it and less supply of it, and there's a lot of reasons for that, uh, you're going to wind up with a much higher price. And we haven't even hit the uh, the all-time highs. Uh, as I said, Roy, uh, to you and I two weeks ago, we are looking at a scenario where average prices, I'm not talking the top, average prices in Canada will hit a buck 65 a litre in 2022. And places like Vancouver, and uh, uh, Newfoundland will see a dollar eighty to a dollar eighty-five. I'm not even including <laughs> uh, supreme uh, premium gasoline. I'm talking regular uh, unleaded self-serve gasoline. So that's likely to spill over very quickly into the rest of the economy, making a bad situation that much worse. Before the end of 2022, definitely before the end of 2022. More than likely between, I would say, the end of February, as I said a few weeks ago, yeah. uh, all the way to the end of May. And of course, uh, I'm not even including the federal government's first shoe to drop, called the second. We have a carbon tax increase of two and a half cents a liter on April Fool's Day. That'll be April 1st. And we have the second Trudeau carbon tax of the clean fuel standard, which kicks in likely around the 1st of December. That'll be a four cents a liter on its way to 18 cents a liter over the next couple of years. So it's not going to get any better. Um, if the markets can't correct this and we can't produce more energy at a time in which uh, woke capitalists are saying, no, we're being told by the Mark Carneys of this world, don't invest in any more fossil fuels. Well, you have something that's very predictable. You have less supply, more demand. That is going to create an inflationary storm on a scale that we have never seen in this country. Yeah. And we have, of course, run out of energy in this country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. world's now saying, what's wrong with Canada? The International right. Energy Agency, no longer the oil uh, country it was. So by the way, uh, Roy, that hurts the Canadian dollar. So that drives the price of food and everything up because a weak Canadian dollar in the face of higher energy prices, something we've never seen in this country in 30 years mm -hmm. because we were once the petrodollar. Yeah. That's lost. And with it, folks, you better get yourself a second job. You're going to need it. We were just talking about, uh, I don't know if you listened, but we were just talking with uh, Professor Sylvain Charlebois yes. about the price of food. And we were talking about trucking and the trucking mandate. And one of the things we didn't talk about, Dan, that we should have and could have was the increase of the diesel costs for the drivers. Yes. And for the trucking companies, and they're going to pass those along to the consumer as well. Uh, look, Roy, diesel is the uh, is is the one that gets no respect. It's the fuel that is more expensive right now in many parts of the country than gasoline. By the way, it's always used for fertilizer, urea. There's not a lot of it out there. Mm -hmm. um, so I follow uh, at food professor, doc, uh, Dr. Sylvain Chalavois, important person to follow. If you like what I'm doing on gasoline, Roy, you were right in getting him out because this man knows where we're heading on food oh, yeah, prices. He's, uh, he's and that's one of the scary times. What, what kind of energy future is this a fair question? What kind of energy future are we looking at for this country? What are we looking at? We're a country that denigrates the great challenges that have been overcome by this oil sector in terms of creating cleaner energy. We're a country that has the highest standards when it comes to reducing our carbon footprint, reducing methane uh, output. We are a country that produces ethically the oil and gasoline and, na and natural gas on a scale that has few, if any, comparisons around the world. And we share in that benefit to every Canadian when it comes to uh, the programs that it funds for federal, provincial, municipal governments. But if we're not going to clue into the fact that our number one economic engine is badly suffering, I don't know how we're going to pay for this you know, half trillion bucks that we've incurred in COVID spending, much less maintain our economic buoyancy and attract capital, which we desperately need in this country beyond residence, uh, residential investments. 
uh, don't take my word for it, Roy, November 30th, the National Bank of Canada put out a warning saying, look, non-residential capital in Canada is falling, it's plummeting. Even your own Canada Pension Board has decided to invest far more outside of Canada than inside. These are warning signs at exactly the wrong time. I'm not sure if it's that the Liberals have subsumed the Green and NDP. Whatever they have done, they are leading this country to financial ruin and to an abyss of the likes of which I don't think this generation has ever experienced. Email from Sylvia to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Hi, Roy. Was wondering why if truckers have had access to the borders for two years, government has decided to enforce this vaccine mandate now. That's a very good question, particularly since we're in the middle of January. And it was just two years ago when truckers who were not vaccinated, because nobody had to have vaccine access in Canada, uh, truckers were deemed to be heroes for driving, yes. doing exactly what they're doing today. Uh, the unvaccinated truckers, they were heroes because they were taking chances. They're risking their own health by driving across the border. Now they're shut down. So, yeah, timing is everything. Let me ask you this. And you're very familiar with the world of politics. You were an MP for 18 years. People say to me, well, what if we changed governments? What if Canadians were to elect a conservative government, um, uh, you know, an Aaron O'Toole conservative government? Is there time to change course and effectively put our energy sector back on track to export product and earn money to support Canadian social and health programs? So that's a bit of a nirvana question um, because I don't see Mr. O'Toole and the conservative party as being all that different to, for, to Mr. Trudeau. And, and his party on, on, on energy issues. What do you think? Post-election requires a lot of introspection, say, where did we get it wrong? And clearly the idea that you could trade away Western Canadian conservative votes in pursuit of non-existent support in Eastern Canada turned out to be an abject failure. And the main reason for that was their dogged pursuit of not just carbon taxes, but also clean fuel standards and swallowing, doubling down on what the uh, Liberals were doing and the Greens and the NDP. You gave the public no choice in the last election. No one wanted to come out and help the Conservatives, even though they dis- they despise the Liberals, and for good reason. Um, so I think the Conservatives, you know, have this sort of moment where they can make that so-called great transition. And here I'm talking about politics and getting real. They need to reconnect with Canadians and say our number one priority is backing our most important sectors, recognizing the great work that has been done, but also not looking at gift horse in the mouth, which is the oil and gas sector and the manufacturing sector and the mining sector and our resources. The moment you do that, you will bring Canadians back on board. And I can tell you, I know a lot of central liberals who are like me cannot go back to this woke liberal party, uh, call it a cult, uh, and who are looking for the Conservatives to actually come out with something that's more pragmatic. They can do that. Mr. O'Toole will be the next prime minister. They don't do that. And they continue down this course of following the Mark Carneys of this world and the climate agenda of the World Economic Forum. Uh, I can suggest that it won't be just the Conservatives that will lose the next election. Canadians as a whole likely lose a good amount of the economic and political momentum that keeps this country together. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.